Hello, everyone. You are listening to another edition of our Heritage Ag Solutions podcast here in Monmouth, Illinois. Today, we are going to continue our agronomy conversation, and we will be talking about factors influencing soybean planting date response. Stay tuned. Okay, so today it is just me, and we will be taking a look at data from our Golden Harvest Agronomy in Action 2021 Research Review Handbook. Now, the data in this handbook comes from trials from across Nebraska, Iowa, and Illinois. And like I said, we are talking about factors that influence soybean planting date response. Now, when we're looking at planting date for soybeans, We know that planting early can help maximize that photo period, which impacts development, and then also helps avoid excessive heat and moisture stress during that critical flowering period later on in the growing season. However, on that flip side, planting too early can result in low stands or delayed emergence from cool, wet soils. We could have a situation like what we've seen recently where you get a lot of rain, two to three inches of rain, and the temperatures cool off, and the planted soybeans are sitting there in saturated, cold soils. Now, I am looking at a graph. Again, this is from our Agronomy in Action handbook, and it shows the effect of planting date on soybean yield. It lists 17 site years where this data is from, from the year 2000 to 2020. They planted beans as early as early to mid-April and as late as late June. And then it shows percentage of maximum yield. And for soybeans planted in early April until late May, they consistently achieved that 100% of maximum yield. is anywhere typically from 95 to 100%. That planting date between those dates of early April and late May did not necessarily have a large effect on yield. However, after late May, we see a lot more variable yield response, and consistently the response trends lower. So by June 1st, at most, you're looking at on average 90% of maximum yield being achieved. By mid-June, you're looking at 80 to 85% of maximum yield achieved, and then by late June, you're down closer to 75 to 80%. Now, that's not to say you could still have good yields, but on average, if planning is delayed after late May, yield losses averaged half a percent per day. And that's because planting by mid-May usually results in maximizing light capture for full-season soybeans, and then delaying planting puts full-season soybeans at risk of frost damage. So that is the effect of planting date on soybean yield. Now we can also take a look at influence of final stand on yield potential. And we have data from 16 site years from the years 2005 to 2020, and they have stands ranging from 40,000 plants per acre, and this is final stand, 
all the way up to 180,000 plants per acre. And it compares that to percent of maximum yield achieved. And the sweet spot is a final stand about a 100 to 120,000 plants per acre. If you get lower than 100,000 plants per acre, you consistently are not maximizing yield potential and economic return potential. Now, higher than that, you are still achieving maximum yield. However, due to seed cost and seed treatment cost, the economic return isn't as much. 100 to 120,000 final stand plant per acre seems to be about the sweet spot. Now, in order to achieve that final stand, and the final stand is what's more important than the actual planting rate, planting at around 140,000 typically results in those final stands that are greater than 100,000. I will note there were years where increasing seeding rates higher than 140,000 plants per acre showed a slight yield benefit, but they most often didn't provide that economic return due to those additional costs. And that actually kind of leads us into a brief conversation about seed treatment. Now, multi-year analysis at the University of Wisconsin has shown that in yield environments that we have around here of 60 to 80 bushels per acre, treatment of fungicide and insecticide offered a return on investment 98% of the time based on field trials. Now, for fungicide and insecticide, we have our Cruiser Max Vibrance. And then we also have Soltro, which is a fungicide seed treatment to protect against sudden death syndrome. Now, a little bit about sudden death. Uh, as I'm sure you know, it's a widely distributed soybean disease. The pathogen responsible is a fusarium, and it overwinters in the soil and in crop residue prior to infecting the soybean roots early in the season. Infection happens very early in the growing season but we don't see the foliar symptoms on the plant until late reproductive stages. And so because of that, in-season foliar sprays are not effective. There's two most common seed treatments offered, and that's biologicals and then SDHI class products. And that SDHI class of products has proven most effective of the two options at managing SDS in previous trials. So, Uh, The Golden Harvest team has done a lot of field trials looking at Saltro, also comparing that to Alevo, another SDS seed treatment, and then as a control or a check, they had uh, versus Cruiser Max Vibrance beans that did not have SDS protection on them. They had that Cruiser Max fungicide insecticide, but they did not have Saltro or Alevo. So we had a series of both small plots replicated and large plot strip trials that were established in the 2020 growing season. And I'm just going to read through the agronomy handbook here so I'm not missing any of the details. But it says replicated small plot trials were conducted at eight locations by Golden Harvest Agronomy and Action Research Teams. And this was to evaluate variety tolerance and seat treatments, independent and combined effectiveness for managing SDS. Like I mentioned earlier, Cruiser Max Vibrance was used as the base treatment. And then we had soybeans that were treated with Saltro and Cruiser Max and Alevo and Cruiser Max. In addition to small plot trials, 142 on-farm strip trials were conducted with local growers 
to compare soybean seed treatments across management practices and a larger geography. And these tests ranged all the way from Ohio over into Kansas and Nebraska. Strip trials range between 4 and 54 rows wide and 150 and 2,000 feet in length. In the large strip trials, this is eight comparisons in 2020, taking a look at emerged plant stands, the Cruiser Max Vibrance with Alevo, the stand of plants per acre, was 115,683. The beans that did not have any sudden death treatment on them. The Cruiser Max Vibrance baseline, the average plants per acre, was 121,500, or about 5,800 plants more than those treated with Alevo. So Alevo did result in a reduction in overall stand. The beans treated with Saltro and Cruiser Max Vibrance had a final average emerged plant stand of 123,000 plants per acre, or 1,600 plants more than that baseline of just the Cruiser Max. Also, brown necrotic and damaged cotyledons were frequently observed on the Alevo-treated plants that were able to emerge. So at these locations, adding Saltro to that Cruiser Max baseline resulted in yield gains of slightly less than one bushel, and Alevo treatments yielded slightly less than the non-SDS-treated beans. Although final stands were not available at the majority of locations, it can be speculated from the locations reporting emergence, so those eight comparisons I mentioned earlier, that reduced stands from Alevo were likely part of the reason Saltro-treated seed outperformed Alevo-treated seed in 72% of the 141 comparisons. And the final yields look like this. Across average, 86 comparisons in 2020 in the large strip trial yield comparisons. We saw Cruiser Max Vibrance, the baseline, yield on average 65.6. Cruiser Max Vibrance with Alevo, so adding the Alevo sudden death treatment, yielded 65.0, so about half a bushel less. And then Cruiser Max Vibrance with Saltro, 66.3, so about three quarters of a bushel more than the baseline, and 1.3 more with Saltro sudden death treatment over Alevo. So the 2020 strip trial data did show a clear performance advantage of Saltro over Alevo in both emergence and in yield. Now, it is important to note that reduced stands from Alevo may not always have a direct impact on yield, because even with that reduced emergence, the Alevo-treated beans were still over 100,000. However, fields treated with Alevo should be monitored closely if the weather causes inclement soil conditions for emergence. When conditions are conducive for SDS development, adding Saltro will help preserve leaf area, which maximizes photosynthesis throughout the season and leads to improved yields. In addition to yield, the phototoxicity symptoms on cotyledons and reduced early vigor observed with Alevo results in reduced photosynthetic capacity at the critical plant establishment stage. Overall, Saltro appears to provide improved performance over Alevo in both yield and crop safety. 
All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode about planting date and stand emergence on bean yield. And also for my little commercial for Saltro. If you weren't familiar with our Saltro seed treatment before, uh, you are now. And hopefully you learned a thing or two. If you have more questions about Cruiser Max Vibrance, which is our fungicide secticide seed treatment, or about Saltro and that, how that can help protect against sudden death, feel free to give me a call at 309-337-9081 or shoot us an email at heritageagseeds at gmail.com. We've got E3 soybeans as well as Extend soybeans. And if you have any in-season corn or soybean needs, be sure to give us a call or reach out. We will get you set up with everything you need for this to be a successful planting season in the weeks ahead. We are Heritage Ag Solutions, helping you leave a legacy that lasts. We'll catch you next time.